Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hello, beautiful creatures. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. I'm going to be talking today about prenatal care and specifically what I am choosing to do for prenatal care. And I made a lot of notes on this and recognize I first wrote it as pregnancy self-care. And that's really what this feels like for me is an extension of my already in place self-care practices, which I've expanded upon and also included this other being in them in the consideration of what I'm doing for all of them. So I'm really excited to talk about this. Uh, I just love self-care. I think it's super important. I find that by taking care of ourselves and by celebrating our needs and our desires and, and giving ourselves love, nurturing ourselves, we can really nurture the world. So I think I'll pretty much just dive right in. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but I guess that's about it. Oh, I was just going to tell you where I'm at and what's going on because it feels nice to kind of check in before we before we dive in. I am in Thailand, in Chiang Mai, Thailand. I've been here about, well, let's see, it's the 22nd of December. I just celebrated the solstice and a lot of the world is still celebrating the evening of the solstice, but now it's the morning of the 22nd for me. I'm in Chiang Mai, Thailand in my apartment and I've been here for 22 days or maybe like 19 days with the time difference. And I'm really loving it. And I've kind of gone through all different waves of energy levels and all the feels. And yesterday was a particularly intense day for me. I, after like, in the first trimester, I had a lot of nausea although I never actually vomited. It seems to take a lot for me to vomit in general. And uh, yeah, then that went away. And I haven't really experienced that intense of nausea for weeks and weeks, maybe even a month. It will come in here and there, but not like debilitating nausea and exhaustion, which seemed to come hand in hand during my first trimester. And then yesterday it was just like, bang, full on vicious. And I'd been feeling it build for, I'd say two days before that as well, just like a lot of exhaustion. And there's a lot of reasons for that, I think. Reasons in my life and reasons just going on physical, physiologically in my body with the growth of baby. I'm just, by the way, I, I always just wanna say with Jaja. And so I'm just gonna start saying that because that is the nickname that we have for baby is Jaja and this soul that we've been calling forth and that's been reaching out to us for years we've felt I've had this name for years since a nickname so now you know what I mean when I say that 
and it feels fun and special to share that with you. So yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons for why this could be coming on. Also just like some rest. Connor and I had like a lover in our space for about four days that we were connecting with pretty much full time and she is not here anymore. She's she's traveling and doing her own thing for a little while and we've sort of had like a time to recalibrate since then. Yeah, just so much going on. By the way, for everyone who's interested in that or who has mentioned they're interested in hearing about it, I am going to do a podcast on pregnancy and polyamory and just, yeah, more of that fun stuff soon. So this is my long intro to say yesterday was super intense and it feels really fitting to be doing a podcast today on self-care. I'm still definitely feeling pretty... like exhausted and really inward, really sensitive, which are all things I've been feeling throughout pregnancy and my life, although just really intensified and especially intensified yesterday and feeling the residuals of that today. So yeah, I'll jump right in. And by the way, today I am 17 weeks pregnant. Baby's the size of a pomegranate, says Google, an onion. Okay, let's jump in to pregnancy self-care or prenatal care. I have a whole, I had an idea of how I was going to organize this and as I was finishing up my notes realized that some people may be specifically curious about more normalized uh, prenatal care and which of those things I'm engaging in. Um, I'd say normalized in terms of like what I was brought up hearing around prenatal self-care, prenatal care in the Western world. So things like um, going to a prenatal appointment, having an ultrasound, um, being measured, being weighed, taking your blood pressure, vitals, getting tests done, uh, all that sort of stuff. And so for anybody who is curious about that, it might just be helpful or relieving to you to for me to share up front that those aren't... Um, those aren't areas of prenatal care that I am engaging in. And that is because they don't feel like they resonate with me. They don't feel like something that I'm drawn to or something that feels like self-care for me. And I feel like that's such a personal thing. And I really want everybody to feel so included here. And I know that Yeah, it's such a personal area. And my sister, for example, she has had six pregnancies and she loves that. She loves having ultrasounds and connecting with her baby that way. She really enjoys her prenatal checkups. She really enjoys um, birthing in the hospital. She has a lot of experience in the hospital and feels really safe there. And I just... I just freaking love her for all the ways she knows herself and is choosing what feels right for her. And she loves me for all the ways that I'm choosing what's right for me and know myself. So really just as a small example, that's a huge extension I want to offer to all of you and for you to feel included and like this really pertains to you. What I'm sharing, you're invited. You're invited into my journey. I'd love to feel like invited into your hearts and your journeys wherever you are and to know that I'm so interested in focusing on the ways that we connect and the ways that we're similar because I know there are so many of them 
and the small choices that we may make that may be different, I think a lot of the times are manifestations of actually really similar needs that we're meeting. And so in this case, this podcast is about self-care and care for our babies during pregnancy, our growing, these growing souls inside of us. And yeah, I'm excited to, to share the ways that I feel like I am engaging in those things for me and for Jaja and for Connor in a way too. That's baby daddy. <sighs> okay, so yes, as I mentioned, I feel like self-care practices and rituals have been a big part of my life, I'd say since I was about 18 and I'm 30 now. So a good 12 years and even before that for sure. I think it's natural that we have some care practices whether we're super aware of it or not. And also I definitely feel like I I launched myself into another realm of intentionality around the age of 18 um, when I started a regular meditation yoga practice and also being much more conscious of the the things that I was ingesting, food and drink, etc. and content for sure. So I have a number of rituals in place that feel like they've really become prenatal care now as well. And I love that. And they've also shifted and morphed and changed. So I'm going to start with some of my morning rituals because these are, these are things that are sort of tried and true in my life. And I think I'll skip over some of the ones that are more like just uh, my regular maybe more like hygienic rituals for myself, although they do feel like they're all contributing to my prenatal care, but I won't mention all of them for things such as like oil pulling and spritzing rose oil on my, uh, rose water on my face. That's all like stuff I do in the morning that's more just like been a practice of mine for a while. So when I first wake up in the morning, I connect with Jaja right away. I naturally find my hands going to my belly and just like so curious to feel them to connect with them to say good morning to check in with our body in that way i usually kind of do that as long as i can until i have to get up and pee also because my uterus tends to be the most like pushed out then and i can it's just like wild and exciting to feel it in that space because my bladder is so full and it's pushing it out more So then I usually go pee, lay back down, and this is when I tend to do belly massage. So I'll do that with Connor or on my own, just depending. He really loves to give me belly massage and I love to receive it from him. This was something we actually started practicing with each other, abdominal massage, a couple years ago. um, And now have really just morphed it and expanded it to include Jaja and motions and pressures that will feel really good and nourishing for them. So I or we have been massaging my belly and my breasts and sometimes my low back too with shea butter and then with an essential oil blend that our sweet friend and love has made for me, which like with really intentional oils, especially um, to ease things like nausea, it just feels really good, really intentional. And Connor usually likes to take this time to connect more specifically or talk to Jaja too, and that feels so good. And lately we've been feeling them, which is just amazing. Yeah, like feeling actual kicks or punches or just whatever way they're 
bumping into my uterus wall which is so exciting yesterday was the first day that was like whoa baby is kicking before that we'd been feeling flutters and like all this energy which was also really beautiful to feel and kind of like more subtle so after that I go out to the main room and um, we start our day and and I'll do it on my own or with Connor lately we've been really enjoying some of this together we've been doing morning yoga and meditation together and then watching the sunrise and I've also been doing some journaling in that time and it's like also a nice time in my journaling to sort of connect with myself connect with Jaja see where we're at kind of see what we're needing for the day or for that moment another thing I want to mention is that while we're going about all this we're just doing it with natural light or with candlelight if it's too dark which a lot of times it is here um, until about a half hour before the sun rises and we've been really enjoying living with natural light so really not using our electricity with the exception of while we were in Austin and when we returned there we have some really sweet salt lamps just like small ones that plug into a light socket that we've been using and otherwise it's just candlelight in the evening or in the morning and I think it's really helping be more in tune with nature to naturally wind down you know completely being off of electronics by the time the sun goes down and not until after the sun comes up I've been feeling that overall like a huge call to be more in tune with nature and with my body with the elements since pregnancy and even before for sure and it's just been super heightened in pregnancy which makes a lot of sense to me I feel like really called to continually open up to more of my natural primal self and to be more aligned and attuned with nature and with the moon phases and with getting my feet in the grass and the ground and getting out for hikes every day basically getting into natural spring water river water waterfalls so yeah I guess I'm just really jumping right into nature it feels super relevant and super exciting to share about that's been a huge part of my prenatal care it's been syncing up with nature and me and with Jaja and with Connor it's also helped me feel like more aligned with my natural rhythms so when I'm feeling like called to rest it feels much more available and I'm, I'm much more aware of that I feel like my stress level is lower than ever being in nature like this and just having the ritual of of making space to connect with nature every day it really highlights the way that I can sometimes get really immersed in my business life or electronic world you know doing a lot on Instagram on my phone or catching up on messages uh, to clients to doing sorts of work on our website or on programs all these things that require the computer or my phone just like being tapped into that a lot and so having a lot more yeah balance with that is feeling so good for me another area I wanted to share about is just movement and rest I've been 
again, like I think so much of this stems from so much of my self-care, my prenatal care is stemming from going within, connecting with myself, connecting with Jaja, feeling, really feeling what our needs are and trusting, trusting this connection and continually deepening this, deepening this connection that I think is really available for all of us. And I know for me, it feels so good to be super attuned to and it's, it's incredible. Like the more we hone in on that, how much we can know, really know what we need, really know what's going on inside of us. And in these cases, I feel like I'm really getting to know what Jaja needs too. So with movement, this has been super helpful and healing for me to have more of a deep connection with myself and with all of me there. I've had a tendency over time, just like growing up playing sports from a young age and just like constantly pushing myself in multiple team sports practices, you know, all the time and going to the gym and then running and doing yoga and then getting into acrobatics and all these things that I love. I love movement. I love dancing. I love so many of my movement practices. And also I notice sometimes I can have, I can get into a space where I feel like I need to do them, not just because it's balancing for me, but because I'm identifying with them in some way that doesn't feel like a truly healthy relationship for me. Or I'm pushing myself. That seems to be common. Say I'm doing a handstand workout in the past, it would be like, okay, this is a really hard handstand hold, but I gotta push through it. I'm gonna like make it to the time limit or whatever. And that feels, being pregnant helps me feel how important it is to find where to find out where that thought is coming from and if it's coming from a part that you know if it's coming from any part as opposed to just coming from myself and my true aligned peaceful calm curious space and desires then it it really feels good to analyze for me and to see is this is this really what I want to be doing right now? Is this best for my whole system? And with movement, I've sort of taken the stance that if I have any sort of doubts, I'm just not doing it. I'm, I really want to err on the side of softness right now. Pregnancy has really felt like it's inviting in this more soft, more yin, more feminine quality to my life and my movement practices. So I've been taking a lot more rest, honoring when I feel like that was it, that that's when I stop doing any sort of activity. I've been focusing a lot more on gentle movement like stretching and yoga, dancing as well. And then with my other practices like calisthenics, uh, hand balancing, acrobatics, any sort of like tumbling practices I was doing before, etc flexibility really really like checking in about all them seeing what feels good and I shared I know more about that in my previous podcast if you want to check it out I talk a lot about how I've modified my acro practice so there are times where that stuff feels really right and aligned and I feel energized and we feel energized and there are times where that really doesn't seem to be the case and for the most part during pregnancy I felt like a lot more yin than yang so that's definitely a way I'm caring for myself through my movement practices. 
um, diet and hydration, yeah, I'm really focusing on hydrating with water, coconut water, teas, and again, some specific teas, like loose leaf tea blends that some really sweet, actually just this one really sweet soul has made for me. She's been so amazing in making me that and essential oil blends and really helping me choose things that feel super aligned for where I'm at right now and what my body's needing. And hydration in general is just feeling of the utmost importance. It's funny to use that phrase. I don't know where that came from, but I, I like it. Um, yeah, it's, it's easy for me to feel dehydrated. I notice being pregnant, which I know is is common from what I hear, but also just, you know, I like to pay attention to my hydration levels in general. So hydrating a lot and also having juicy fruits, because for me, that's like probably the thing that hydrates me the most, even more so than water. Speaking of which, I'm gonna take a sip of water. Oh, that's good. And also kind of expanding my diet or I feel like I've already expanded and changed. I'm always shifting and changing in this way, but really focusing on having more fats. That would definitely be the the number one thing I feel like has, is definitely different since I've become pregnant is having more fats in my diet and also more protein, but I was definitely already focusing on more protein. Some people have asked um, if I'm still eating an all raw diet. I get that specific question an all raw plant-based diet since being pregnant and I actually haven't been eating an all raw diet for a number of years. Um, yeah, I don't really feel attached to a label around like the type of food that I eat, but if it's helpful to hear, I eat a plant-based diet and I eat a lot of raw food. I eat a lot of fruit and I also have greens and veggies and I don't tend to eat not, um, sorry, I don't tend to eat grains or legumes because they don't feel good for me. I don't feel like I can digest them well. However, I have really enjoyed having more like cooked vegetables and um, what's the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, just like expanding to more like nut milks and things like that. Nuts and seeds, some of them work for me, some of them don't, but I've definitely been having more of those too, the ones that feel good because... Again, I'm trying to incorporate more healthy fats. So that also includes like coconut, avocado, coconut milk. Here it's really pretty easy to have great healthy fats in Thailand because there's so many fresh coconuts around. For proteins, I feel like my favorite sources are actually um, tempeh and best when I can find it, tempeh that's made from like garbanzo beans or black-eyed peas. Yeah, it's really my favorite. Soybeans I'll have too, um, although I prefer to not have soy when possible, mostly because I think it's probably more okay now. There's, you know, different reasons to have soy or to not have soy, and that kind of de differs, depends on what you're going for, and I was specifically not having it in addition for the reason before that I was um, wanting to balance my hormone levels, and I felt like I was experiencing a lot of estrogen dominance and soy can, um, what's the word, contribute to that. So yeah, there's also, um, for a protein here that I'm really loving, there is tofu made from chickpeas 
here which is just so good and there's a place there's a restaurant i love that does a scramble with that and lots of like dark leafy greens and it is just so very good so been having more of that i've also been taking a prenatal vitamin which includes uh, b12 for people who have specifically asked me about b12 i'm also having like some spirulina spirulina and barley grass juice powder so having green powders and then having green juice and that's that's a lot of um things i'm doing for my diet and hydration Another big area of my prenatal care and something I've been super excited about even before getting pregnant um, has been self-education. And I think the mix of self-education and intuition. So I'll probably dive a little more into intuition and going inwards. However, it does feel good to mention that, or I'll dive into that in a moment, but it does feel good to mention that while I mention self-education because I feel like always having that connection with myself, intuition about what feels right for me, a sort of a, my main barometer, my main, that's like my core thing, even as I'm educating myself in all these ways that are super fun for me to learn about around pregnancy and birth and postpartum all of that like there's a balance there for me so diving into self-education yeah I've just been soaking up information on pregnancy birth postpartum wow what an incredible ugh, it just it's blowing my mind it's such an incredible journey our bodies are amazing what they can do and I've been loving books, podcasts, blogs, um, a course that I've been doing, and other courses I want to do. I have a lot of resources listed, and I'm just going to continue to add to them on the page of my website that I have been linking in the bottom of these podcasts, which is just, I think it's connorandbrittany.com slash pregnancy hyphen and hyphen birth. And yeah, so I can specifically name a few, but... I've been loving the Indie Birth podcast. It's amazing. I think it's called Taking Back Birth. And Marin does most of the podcasts on there. And I really love her voice and the way she presents. And the information is absolutely amazing too. I'm also taking the course that she offers along with... um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking on the other woman's name just this moment. But anyway, there's they offer this great course through their website too, um, more about like how to have an indie birth. So basically, an empowered birth where you're making your decisions, making the decisions that are right for you. So the podcasts that I'm listening to through Indie Birth, and then also the Free Birth Society, I've really enjoyed as well. There's a lot more birth stories there, but also um, informational podcast and that one's done by Emily Saldea and then Yolanda Clark's podcast I was really into in the beginning I still like it it's just um I listen to all of her episodes and she also goes by the Ba housewife although I think that she's like uh changed that a little bit and she's been partnering more with Free Birth Society and I believe they have a course too Yolanda and Emily and so that's a course that I'm sure I'll look into and see what that's like Um, And then books, man, there's just so many books, more books than I'll possibly be able to read through before my birth. 
Um, but some of the ones, I guess two of the ones I'm enjoying the most are gentle birth, gentle mothering, and then orgasmic birth. Yeah, and all of these things are just like so packed with great information. I feel like just the Indie Birth podcast, I can go through and pretty much find a podcast on anything I'm looking for. So the kind of things I'm educating myself on are you know, what normal birth is like, what potential complications could arise, how to, like, what the choices are for managing those things, really understanding the pregnancy and birth process a lot more, and hormones, understanding this, like, beautiful, the beautiful concoction of hormones that our bodies cooks up or can cook up given the right circumstances to have just an incredible experience with birth yeah and then some more logistics too on things that i'll need for birthing which really isn't much but um that and then also postpartum sort of how to set myself up for the most ideal postpartum and shoot there's just like there is such a plethora of information and i am soaking it all up taking lots of notes connor is also like loving these podcasts we're doing that course together and it feels so empowering to be educating ourselves and to feeling to feel like okay like we not only can we really do this but we can rock this and we can we can have all of the answers that we need to really set ourselves up for success and to know what we would do in in each situation that could possibly come up Um, yeah, I will talk about intuition and going inwards in a second. I just wanted, I have one other area I want to mention before that, which is, um, ways that we're preparing, which kind of feels like an offshoot of self-education, because that's definitely a big way that we're preparing. And I feel like self-education is super important. And I also feel like the connection, for me, the connection with myself is the most important, important thing I could be doing and going and going inwards is a part of that um so I feel like I'm really preparing myself energetically for this time pregnancy is a preparation in itself I feel that with every passing day with every (laughs) passing emotion um physical sensation with the growth that's happening, the expansion, I feel ways I'm shedding old layers that don't serve me anymore. I'm welcoming in more of the being, more of the mother that I am becoming. And I'm also really feeling this empowerment. Like I have this, I've got this, I am going to I'm going to rock this whole this whole experience and like I can really take care of Jaja and I can really I can really have this birth too. I feel like gosh, it's the most natural thing for my human body to do and I'm so excited to kind of be along for the ride. And the truth is, I feel like there's not much that I need to do. Like my body is going to do it and the more I can show up without without fear without without interrupting the process and the more i can create an environment that is going to be conducive to that the more it's all going to flow as it's all it was all designed to flow 
So I'm preparing myself energetically. So is Connor for sure. We're preparing our space, you know, our space in Austin. We have so many visions for it and for what it's going to look like when we go back there and set it up again, what it will be like for birth, what it will be like for postpartum when Jaja's here. We have a lot of plans for ways that we're going to care for them and things that we're going to sort of set into place like elimination communication and just a lot of really fun things we're we're creating spaciousness in our lives and our schedules so that way we can just have a ton of time to sink into life with them and with each other and a ton of time for me to heal and rest and transition to the next phase let my body transition we have a lot of space in our hearts we're creating more space in our hearts all the time to be open to this magical unfolding. And we're also like logistically planning with um, preparations and things that we need for the birth and for postpartum and just like other specific things like getting a birth certificate, um, etc. Getting a passport, you know, eventually because I do think we might come back here next year with our little six-month-old baby, if that's feeling right and aligned for all of us. To Thailand, that is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the last thing, I, I just saw I wrote on the side here, and I didn't really mention this up front, but um, I know there's also some prenatal care that people tend to engage in on their own, you know, without necessarily having a doctor or even a midwife. And the, the only one that so far I felt like, boom, maybe I'll do that is um, playing around with a fetoscope. So maybe listening to Jaja's heartbeat with a fetoscope at some time in the future if that's feeling right and aligned. And I'll just keep you all updated if there are other sort of areas of that stuff, like measuring my fundus or whatever. None of that has sounded exciting to me so far. So yeah, we'll just see. Oh, and I did take, I did um, weigh myself at the end of the first trimester and I'm gonna weigh myself at the end of the second and towards the end and that's just because I'm curious about that. Okay, so lastly, yeah, going inwards, man, I feel like this is the biggest area that I'm always emphasizing with myself and probably in videos if you've seen my YouTube channel or probably even in these podcasts you've gotten that feel which is like for me it feels like the most important thing I can do and we can do is to go inwards and not outwards and prenatal care for me feels like the ultimate time to be going inwards and it's such a natural time that I think child bearers are ushered inwards I mean there's this huge show going on 24 7 inside of our wombs and that's where it's happening it's not happening outside of us it's not happening you know um in a doctor's office it's not happening like a caregiver can't possibly tell us exactly what's happening inwards and whether we choose to have that or not i feel like one of the best tools if not i mean i really feel like for me it's the best tool i have is to go inwards and yeah just like intuitively to create i intuitively feel this desire to keep creating this connection or to create to keep fostering this connection that i already really know is there that's always been there for me with my body and now with this being as well 
so yeah I, I honestly feel like going within 100% feels like the best way I can have the pregnancy and birth and postpartum experience that I know is right for us and I truly to believe it and to know it feels like just the most powerful thing I could do for me and for Jaja and for Connor too and um, I haven't felt like looking to someone else to tell me or validate my experience in any way has been helpful for me. It's, it's not like something I look to in life in general. I find that I really, I don't like people telling me what to do. And I really like to be the one who's making decisions for myself. And I can totally reach out and I do and I have to resources to find answers when I'm looking to them or even to people um, and that all feels like it gets to be on my terms and yeah I'm just I'm really loving that loving that freedom that feels like totally the way I want to live my life so I imagine there are probably some prenatal care things some self-care things that I wanted to share with you all that I didn't get to. Y'all, it's so funny when it comes out and when it doesn't. That's what living in Texas for so long will do to you. Yeah, I imagine that there might be some other things and I think I got the bulk of them. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope it feels good to receive. I definitely feel like sometimes given like these longer podcasts, I know it's not that long for a podcast. I'm just still becoming really accustomed to speaking for so long. I, I want to make sure that I've kind of stayed on topic and uh, have come across in a concise way. And I'm just continually developing my relationship with that. So as I close out, I'm just really feeling a desire to keep doing that and to tell you that that is my intention. And I hope that this podcast came across that way and that it was easy for you to follow and that I didn't take too many tangents and that the ones I took, hopefully, I brought back. Ah, okay. Well, I think I'm going to go now and rest for a while because I'm definitely still feeling like I need to have another rest day. <laughs> and I hope that wherever you are and however you're feeling right now, you can honor that and, and take whatever you need. And I hope that you found some inspiration in these shares. And please, again, know that I so support you in the pregnancy and birth and postpartum and everything that you are desiring and just in the life that you are desiring if if you know you're not in, in one of those spaces or looking for guidance around that. Just think that you're phenomenal and that you doing you is so on point. Okay. I love you. Bye.